Episode 229, The Compression Struggle. This is the Aircast for the week of August 4, 2013. From Aircast.com. Welcome to the Aircast. Well, thanks for listening to the Aircast. I'm your host, Eric Larson, 206-339-3742. That listener feedback line. Keep the feedback coming because we've got a new month. Here's August. Kind of wrapping up summer. I hate to say that. It sounds, um, I don't want to get too freaky and existential and, and stuff, but, you know, summer is coming to an end and it's just one more year till we're all, till we're all plowing toward our destination. Actually, aside, before I explain that the Aircast is a personal podcast, um, this was really interesting. I don't think I've mentioned this yet. I have, I've got a GPS, a TomTom Tom GPS, and it happens to use the same uh, voice algorithm as Siri. So think think of a Siri voice coming at you. And we had some summer construction on 35E, Interstate 35 being the major freeway that bisects the United States, and in two places, in Texas, I forget if it's Dallas or Houston, but somewhere in Texas, and here in the Twin Cities, it um, it splits. So you have 35E and 35W, and we live right off of 35E. But we had some road construction, and I was trying to figure out a you know convenient alternate way with traffic, because it's got a little traffic monitor to kind of calculate accordingly. And what I wanted to do is avoid a particular intersection where like downtown Egan is. So there is no downtown Egan. It's a suburb, and there are two main crossroads with really weird names. So if you don't live in the Twin Cities, you're going to be really puzzled by the fact that we have Pilot Knob and Yankee Doodle Road. Yeah. I'll explain that some other time, but that, that's sort of where like downtown Egan is. But again, it's <laughs> there is no downtown. But I want to avoid that section. And so we have an Egan address, but um, we, you know, I, I just wanted to avoid that chunk. And since it showed up in the um, kind of outline of where we're at, I'm like, well, I want to avoid that area. So I hit avoid. And this Siri voice came back at me and said, you cannot avoid your destination. I didn't think that profound spiritual insight could come from a talking GPS unit. But that was really kind of convicting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You cannot avoid your destination. That's pretty profound. It belongs on a fortune cookie. Hmm. You see, and that's the kind of thing that you're going to find at the Aircast, because the Aircast is a personal podcast, meaning that either you came here because you were interested in something I'm talking about, like this week we're talking about audio compression, and you want to learn more about that, or you're interested in me, Eric Larson, of the Aircast, and you're thinking, I wonder what's on Eric's mind this week. Uh, frankly, most of you are in that second category, but a few of you are are here for a particular topic, but then you you become part of that second category, because... You want to hear more each week. So thank you for listening. I really, truly do appreciate it. And this week, what we're talking about, briefly, it's going to be a short podcast. Um, I've completely screwed up my sleep schedule this week. I was up till three last night. Um, a couple nights before, I had to be up at six, 5.30, 5.30. Um, but I was up until like 4.15. <laughs> so I, I slept from 4.15 to 5.30 and then got up. 
that's not exactly healthy. But last week's episode, since I knew I had my calls coming in for my listener feedback stuff, I switched back to the now fairly long in the tooth original Ericast Studio computer. The what is it? The Compaq Compaq Rosario SR. 1230NX. I don't know if that really means anything to anybody, but that's what it was. Circa 2004. That experience did not go well. It was fine, but I don't think the Aircast sounded any better last week than ever before. But what I do notice when I compare my Aircast listening, which I do in the car on the, on the way to work, it's not vanity to listen to your own podcast back. It's just one of those things to make sure you don't have any, you know, errors or something you got to deal with. Compared to like Michael Hyatt's podcast, um, Ray Edwards, but Michael Hyatt in particular, mine just sounds really, I was going to say low and lame. Well, the lame part you kind of knew about, that's okay, but just really low. And, you know, I don't want to, I remember way back, Digital Dan, if you're still listening, give a call, Dan 206-339-ERIC. Um, he and I both had iRiver podcast, you know, MP3 players, um, back in the day before Apple invented this thing called the iPod. Um, just a fad, but iRiver, let me tell you, they're going someplace. Anyway, it would tend to crash if it hit clipped audio. So I'm really disciplined about making sure that my, that I normalize to like negative one dB. Zero is Total max above that, you're, you're clipping, you've maxed out your audio values. But I'm not a very good audio geek. And I'm geeky enough about a lot of things that I think I feel okay with not being an audio geek. Part of me thinks maybe I should invest more effort to kind of learn the ins and outs of all those DBs and what they mean. But I... I do fine, and I think fine is a good enough standard. That's probably tweetable right there. Fine, fine is good enough. You know, uh, but seriously, there, you know, I'm I'm not looking for you know, pristine audio quality. I'm looking for something that is solidly, you know, comfortably audible. You know, if you're like Matt wearing your Pebble watch out on a bike ride, I want you to be able to hear this. I'm not planning on airing myself on. NPR or whatever, so it doesn't have to be great, but it can't be this low, mumbly thing, you know? So, I'm back to Audacity, and I was going to use the the special compression compression dynamics thing that... um, is it Eric J. Fisher at the Audacity to Podcast? I think that's that's his name. It's the Audacity to Podcast podcast, which started out as a pun on Audacity, but he's now branched out to talking to things other than Audacity. So, um, anyway, he recommends that. And I, I I hate to say it, but I've dabbled with the settings, and I have not I've not found that perfect line. Where to, to that the golden mean between ineffective and weird? If you crank the compression up too much, um, it just it gets weird and clippy and bubbly. Um, Chad, if you're still out there, you heard you heard the, that and observed that in some of the, the episodes when I first switched over to Audacity. So what I'm doing is um, I'm using the built-in 
Audacity compressor. We're just going to try that. I'm surprised I have the stamina for this long monologue at all because the intro, I just spent, I don't know how long, probably you know 20 or 30 minutes tweaking settings and playing that intro over and over and over again, which reminds me of my old, my old video editing days. If you ever wanted to really like hate a song, do a music video for it. Um, if you ever uh, wanted to hate, you know, contemporary love songs or, or whatever, um, just edit a wedding video where you, every edit point, you just hear it over and over and over and over and over and over. So that's kind of how I feel about the intro. I guess I got it to something good, so what I'm going to try doing is taking those same settings and just pushing the button on this and see how it sounds. Who knows? Maybe I'll end up tweaking it for another couple hours or something. Um, but that's about it. Um, let's see. The only other audio thing, since I'm on an audio theme, Candela did a podcast. I'm did a video podcast, which is basically just saving a video out to YouTube for her. Um, I'm debating doing an entire episode on this. She was sharing her feelings about Ikea because she was just a smidge over the line. She's now 54 inches tall, so she didn't make the cut to go into it. She affectionately calls small ball land because it's small land. Small with the A with a funny thing over it. And if you knew Norwegian or Swedish or some Scandinavian language, you'd know what that means, but I don't, so I don't. But the great thing about it is the ball pit. So it became known our family as small ball land. Which I suppose could have all sorts of other meanings, but in this case it's just going to the ball pit at IKEA. So that was kind of sad because they were sort of snarky about the fact that they know you're too tall. I'm like, well that just messed up our shopping trip. So she felt really, really bad, and then Chloe felt bad because Chloe couldn't go in. It was just a mess. So Kendall did a podcast on that. Well she did it with my old, now old, Kodak ZI eight. Kodak ZI8 is a flip cam, basically, just like the flip cameras that got bought out by whoever bought them out and then basically killed them. The drawback is it does not have a swivel screen, so you can't see yourself as you're recording. The huge advantage is that it has an external mic jack. So I gave her an old lavalier mic that, for whatever reason, just like the one I use here with the Aircast recording, it does not um, require external power. Uh, there's a term for that, the um, dynamic mic versus something else. I don't, I don't know. If you know mics, let me know. Um, and it's not that the the power is being provided by the device. There are some that are are the um, you know, they require power, but whatever you plug it into can provide the power. These don't. So it's really nice because you're not constantly killing batteries, which is the problem with the other styles. If you accidentally leave it on, well, you come back and your tiny little $5 hearing aid battery is now dead. So I really don't like those. I really don't. Um, and the real audio geeks say, yeah, but they have better audio response range or this or that or whatever, but I just want something that plugs in and works. And her audio from her last podcast was great. It was really good. So we could basically just throw it straight onto YouTube because YouTube has my continuing frustration that despite dozens and dozens of video tweaks that they have, they still have nothing for audio. They don't have anything for normalizing. They don't have anything for just basic compression. Those kinds of tools exist, but you're not going to find them at YouTube. So um, you need to give whatever video you use, whatever you do with video, you've got to give YouTube really good audio because you can't fix the audio once you're in YouTube. 
Oh, well. So that got me thinking about microphones and audio and compression, and here I am. So um, I think that's probably going to do it for this week's episode. Sort of a short one, but um, got got accomplished exactly what I was going to accomplish, which is chatting about the fact that in addition to all the other stuff and things ramping up at work, etc., the semester's coming up. It's going to, going to start right after Labor Day. Um, I've been dreaming of compression, figuring out how that goes. So if you have either any thoughts on the concept of audio compression, I've probably lost most of you, but uh, but you still love me for my eclectic charm and, and whimsy. Um, you know where to call, 206-339-3742. Or if you have any podcasting background and uh, well, audio recording background and would like to share your insights on audio compression, boy, could I use those insights. So 206-339-3742 or send me an email, eric at ericcast.com. It's going to do it for this episode. Until this week. Until this week. It's going to do it for this week's episode. Yeah, it's late. Give me a break. That'll do it for this week's episode. And until next week, take care. Thanks for listening to the Ericast from Ericast.com. Visit us at www.ericast.com.